get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talking with our friend, the former Major League Baseball general manager, now an analyst for MLB Network Radio, Jim Duquette. You can follow him on Twitter at Jim underscore Duquette. He joins us now via the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Jim, we appreciate the time as always, man. How you doing this afternoon? Uh, what's going on, guys? Thanks for having me on. Everything is going well. Thanks. Absolutely. We're happy to have you. So uh, let's start with kind of the quick reaction to what's now been about a week old, but the Cardinals moved to acquire Wilson Contreras. They decided that's going to be their catcher of the present and the future. What was your reaction when you saw them give a five-year deal to Wilson Contreras? You know what? I liked it you know, from their side of things. I think, you know, when you look at, you know, some upgrading offensively, he's made, he's not the the defensive catcher, obviously, that Yachty is, and, and you know, no one, you're not going to find many that are. But I do think when you kind of look at them overall, um, yeah, it's going to be a, a little bit different. I don't think, by the way, Wilson Wilson's a bad defender. Um, he's just it's not, you know, his game calling. You know, we'll we'll get a chance to to focus on it a little bit more there with St. Louis. I don't think they 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 don't have that young necessarily that young pitching staff that you need a you know a veteran type of of game caller back there. And I like the upgrade on the offensive side. So I, I, from, from that side of it, you know, they were in on uh, Sean Murphy. That was pretty expensive. When you kind of look at the, how that trade went down yesterday with Atlanta and Milwaukee, the three team trade. Uh, and so, you know, you look at the other parts of the, of the market, I thought, you know, for, for a, a player of uh, Contreras' caliber and to not be spending, geez, Two hundred million bucks, which seems which seems like guys are spending on a regular or teams are spending on a regular basis. I, I thought it was a a very reasonable uh, trade overall. I mean, uh, signing for them overall. Yeah, Jim, with all these money or contracts and, and large sums of money being thrown around, you're glad you're not a GM right now trying to figure out how to handle these free agents. I, I've said this before, man. I, I got to tell you, this, like it used to bother me a little bit, but you're like, okay, it's a cost of doing business, but the dollar amounts. They're being tr- like three three sixty. Like people talk about three hundred sixty million dollars for Judge, and and they don't even blink an eye anymore. And and Bogart signing for that's the one for and, me, Jim. That's oh the one that I was like eleven Lord. years. We already don't know if he's a shortstop. <laughs> and you believe? I mean, you know. And listen, the one thing I'll say, you know, you guys see this too, but when. When we would pay guys, you know, eight, nine, ten years, a lot of times at last two or three, you're like, yeah, I don't think he's going to really be productive that long. But it does allow you to, when you when you spread the money out, it's kind of like a deferred compensation mm-hmm. program. So I think you have, to, I think when you see these huge dollar amounts, you kind of have to look at it like that. Like, okay, they're valuing Bogarts, 
you know, a lot higher than most of us do. And maybe they're thinking first couple of years, he's going to be a $40 million player. And then as they, as that ages, he's going to be a $20 million, whatever it is. It's still a lot of money, but it makes you feel, I guess, maybe a little better. Spread out that way. <laughs> That's know. what helps you sleep at night. <laughs> yeah, whatever helps through it. Jim, I am uh, curious on the Cardinals side of things, talking Contreras and that signing and looking at it and saying that it looks like a good deal for St. Louis. The way we kind of measure it in St. Louis, as you would expect, is, okay, how are they compared to these top teams in the National League? Teams like Philly and San Diego and the Dodgers and the Braves. Do you feel like a move like that for the Cardinals brings them closer to those teams? Um, I, I think that it does, you know, their balance. I like their balance. Uh, when you look at the lineup overall, I like, I like their, you know, a lot of this is going to come down to, you know, the, the pitching and the health of their pitching, especially Flaherty in particular, like he matches up when he's healthy, as you guys have seen, he matches up with almost anyone's number one or top of the road type starter. If he's not healthy, it really becomes difficult for them because as as we've all seen in the postseason, like you you really have to have, you know, uh, not only really good top end of the rotation guys, but depth in the rotation, but also depth in the in the bullpen. They have, I feel like they have it in the pen, but but a lot of their rotation um, quality is going to, I think, be dependent on on clarity. And listen, the one thing that Mo and and, and Michael Gershon have done, they, they have done some. I, I give them kind of the the underrated trade award at the last two uh, mm-hmm. trade deadlines, you know, going out and getting starting pitchers and you go, Oh, you sit there and go, ah, that, yeah, but that's not a sexy trade or two, but it ends up working for them. Right. And so, you know, I think that the, the one thing they've always been able to do is evaluate where they're weakest and then go out and get, get, you know, an upgrade. And maybe that's the area that they'll have to upgrade. Maybe, maybe not. You know, I think the other key with them offensively is, you know, when does uh, Jordan Walker end up helping them at some point, right? Because I think he's going to be impact, you know, fairly soon. It sounds like he's pretty close with, you know, on their side of things. And, you know, how do you, and when do you introduce him into, into the lineup? I think that's going to be interesting. You know, when you get him hopefully on, on board, hopefully a healthy O'Neal, um, I like their offense, uh, you know, better than what I've seen, what we've seen over maybe the last year or two. We're talking with Jim Ducat, former Major League Baseball general manager, now with MLB Network Radio. And Jim, I wanted to get back to the pitching side of things that you were just talking about there, because that's something that the Cardinals have said, hey, now our focus is going to shift towards that. And we all kind of wondered, okay, does that that mean they're going to go for another starter? Does it mean they go for some bullpen arms? What does that look like down the stretch? As I look at what remains in free agency, I'd be pretty surprised if they extend to the likes of a Carlos Rodon. It's just that's not the kind of market that they typically swim in. But then after right. that, I mean, you're talking Nathan Avaldi, Michael Waka, Noah Syndergaard, Corey Kluber. Right. And I just don't know if those guys are legitimate upgrades from what they already have internally with their rotation. Where would you turn if you were in charge of this team mm-hmm. to be able to acquire that pitching that they appear to be looking for? Well, you know, and it's you're right. I, I, you know, I don't know if there's any other, you know, capable starter. I thought Bassett was an interesting guy for the dollar amount that he just signed for. Obviously, he signed in Toronto. I thought he would have been a good fit there in St. Louis. That's not that's not going to happen now. And I don't know, like you, like you said, I think, you know, when you look at their, the the rotation, I think we got to look at it in two ways. First, is it an upgrade? 
you know, Matt didn't have a great year. I've seen a lot of Steven Matt when he was with the Mets. <clears throat> he's he's a lot better than what he showed. So hopefully he stays healthy. But you have like four the other four guys are gonna be free agents at the end of mm-hmm. this, this season in twenty three. So so not only, you know, are you maybe upgrading, you know, your depth, but you're also having controllable, you know, uh, starting pitching going beyond twenty three. Uh, so I think that's one thing to consider. There's not I, I think the other thing, as we kind of look through some of the free agent uh, stuff and, you know, how expensive it is, there might be a trade out there that makes sense for them. You know, we always go to, to Miami. They have they have a, a pitching depth there, starting pitching depth. Now, I, I don't know. You know, they're looking for offense. It's kind of hard to move an offensive piece. But if you're looking at Walker at some point, you know, is Dylan Carlson a guy that they would have interest in that you could look at a – Pablo Lopez for Carlson. Like you start thinking about those type of trades, you go, yeah, that's not that far off. I don't know if there's any other starters that I would say, you know, and Lopez is a, you know, I'd say mid rotation type of guy. Um, but you control him for at least, uh, I think it's two more years this year, next mm-hmm. year. So I, you start to look at those type of trades out there. And I think we'll start to hear more uh, guys available here in the next, in the coming days. Now that we had this trade yesterday, I think that's, that market's going to start to heat up again. Well, if I can throw one at you, Jim, or uh, and, and to get your thoughts on it, because um, sure. the name that just was in the rumor mill earlier today, uh, Jim Callis brought up on MLB Network of Max Fried potentially being moved out of Atlanta. Do you see a potential yeah. there? Or, and if you do see a potential, do you think that could be something the Cardinals get in on? So I, I saw the same thing you did. I, you know, and, and Jim, you know, he's a prospect guy. Uh, but he doesn't throw a lot of names like that out there just just for attention. Like he usually does that, and you go, "Oh wow, that that that's interesting." Now I had not heard his name previously, and I you know free just for some background for for your listeners. Like he's going to be, uh, he's not a, he's not a free agent next year. I think it's two years. Top rotation lefty. Like he he this if they decide to make him available. There's going to be a ton of teams interested in him. I do think the Cardinals would be in play. It's going to be a top, top, you know, as a as, like Walker would have to be in play in that, like one of your top prospects. Plus, you know, and so that's what makes it difficult if you're an acquiring team. Um, Dodgers would be in on it. You know, usually if you don't have the quality, you've got a mix of quality and quantity. They have, they still have a pretty strong system. So if they, if Atlanta makes them available, and they're, they're, they've been trying to extend him, and they haven't been able to, so that's a lot of times where this conversation starts. Um, I think Cardinals, I think Dodgers, those would be top two uh, in terms of uh, you know destination spots for him. But you know, I started asking around a little bit on that during actually during my show, and it sounded like it was really premature that he might even be available. So it's a name worth watching. I think over the next uh, couple of weeks for sure. Final follow-up on that, Jim, like if he did become available is something like a Mason win in Dylan Carlson. Is that, does that get you a conversation started with Atlanta? I, I think it would. Yeah. I think, you know, they're, they're obviously looking for, um, you know, from an outfield side of things, they could use an outfield, young outfield, uh, outfield. They're, 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 you know, I would look for them to try to find a, you know, a young starter along that way too. Uh, their system's pretty, 
pretty strong. Might be one of those kind of major league for major league type of deals. So Carlson, you know, you know, it, they don't really have a starting pitcher that necessarily matches um, at the major league level. The, the Cardinals, because they're you know they're using them there. I, Maybe Montgomery that, in that scenario, Jim, just because you're replacing a lefty and you you don't necessarily need Montgomery yeah. at that point. At that point, you're right. He wouldn't fit. You know, it would have to be kind of a larger type of deal. Yeah. You know, and maybe like you said, like a Montgomery and a Win and a and a Carlson. You could maybe see something like that. You know, I think um, at least it gets the conversation rolling. You know, on that side of things. I think. I think if I'm Atlanta, I'm looking for for more uh, in terms of impact because it's Max. You know, Max Fried's like one of the top top lefties in the sport right now. Interesting. Hey, Jim, we appreciate the time as always, man. We enjoy your show you over on MLB Network Radio. We'll be listening and we'll be paying attention over on Twitter at Jim underscore Duquette. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks. Thank yeah, you, absolutely. Thanks, Jim. It's Jim Duquette, one of the best in the business. Always appreciate his time here on 101 ESPN.